Welcome back to I'm No Expert. We are on number 23 of our podcast. Podcast number 23. Back with Blessy and Joyce. Guess what, guys? Yay! We just got one more subscriber. <laughs> <laughs> guys, this I is money it. in the bank. Yeah, dude, yeah. It's, it's happening. <laughs> I still think we have a long way to go before we start to see any money. But yeah, every every single subscriber matters. So, Hey, love counts as currency in today's world, Joyce. I'll take that it. I'll is, take it. Fair, fair, fair point. Yeah, fair for point. sure. Fair point. How you guys been? It's been, oh, it's been so long. I've, I've missed you guys so much. You um, missed us? I miss still... you guys. You guys are no longer in the studio. I'm here by myself. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and there's and there's the camera crew too. Yeah, Way way to put shit on blast. Just. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Always happens. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is too much fun. Um, how nice and exciting for us to all be together once again to talk about things that we're like not experts about at all, but at still, all. but we have there's a lot to talk about, matters. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Well, I like mean, all the people in the studio with you. <laughs> hey, I asked them if they want to join and like occupy the spaces, ah. but uh, it's good. nobody wants to join me. <laughs> well, what after what you said? Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> We're just throwing Joyce on the I bus. know, I didn't join you. I'm just here. Yeah. So like, it's pretty interesting because uh, even though we're like so far apart at this time, there's like, tech is booming, my dudes. I love like, it. I've been using, have you guys heard of chat GPT? Yeah. I've been using that stuff just to like get quick answers for like my research on my, on my documentaries and stuff. It's been phenomenal. And there's like it's been paid now, right? Well, uh, you still have open AI, yeah. which you can use for free. Um, I don't know what information they get out of you though. You know what I mean? It's always yeah. a trade-off. You never What's know. What's the exchange? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. No, they get all your details, right? Because you have to sign in and sign up for the access and use it. Mm -hmm. But uh, I did notice that uh, if you use uh, ChatGTP too much now, it's like there's like a backlog of work sometimes and you don't get immediate responses all the time. And that's why they're trying to mm -hmm. move people to the paid uh, subscription. But still, dude, it's mm -hmm. phenomenal. Like Jason said, like whatever you ask it, it just gives you an answer right then and there. Yeah. And like it might not be 100% perfect. Like some things you have to take and adjust, but still like it makes everything so much faster. Like you type it, you ask it, hey, I need to write a copy for a marketing advertisement. Uh, it's for like a, sh like a fashion brand. It'll di directly write everything out for you and then you just take and localize it for whatever brand that you're working with. It just makes, yeah, like work and life a lot faster. Yeah, it's, it's weird. It's almost as if it's trying to be too helpful like we would trust it and it'll become part of our lives and then eventually it becomes you know like an ever-present part of our lives that you, we just can't let go and then eventually it tells us to you know kill each other and nuke each yeah. other and eventually we become you know slaves to the robots and then eventually we need arnold schwarzenegger to save us jason as life robot. is not a, a a walking um is it like a script for a story to be developed right i know that you love filmmaking and i know, I know. that you want to take it there but like so many other possibilities dude this is his next move yeah. you do realize that right <laughs> this this is what's gonna happen um but speaking of movies guys i don't know if you've seen the newest documentary or the new doco um, about Pamela Anderson. It's called Love Pamela. Um, and it's, it's amazing. I, I, I saw it as soon as it came out. I've always loved Pamela Anderson. I think she was always just one of the most beautiful women I've ever seen. And of course, with Baywatch, um, love that TV show, um, loved her in it. 
And, and it was so nice to be able to, I mean, I was a lot younger. You don't understand the nuances of what she was going through when she was, you know, married to, to Tommy Lee and, and, you know, just decades of her being a punchline, right. Post the end of that show, a sex object, of course, just a joke in essence, right. To so many people out there because people felt they, she, she deserved where she was at because of who she was and the things that she did at the time in the nineties. Um, she was one of the highest paid actresses out there in the most most watched TV show with Baywatch and her releasing this documentary about her life really was as a result of that TV show that came out, um, Pam and Tom or Pam and Tommy or whatever that Mm -hmm. was on Hulu. Mm -hmm. And she just thought it was just the worst because can you believe they didn't even get her, um, approval? They didn't ask for her permission for the Pam and Tommy show. Yeah. Oh, they didn't get, yeah. I didn't realize you could. They just went yeah. ahead and did it. And it was about one of the most pivotal moments in her life, which is when the sex tape was stolen, mm-hmm. uh, along with so many other things in a safe that was at the back of the house. Yeah. And um, they released all of this. Uh, they released a whole series based on this moment. And she was like, they don't even know the truth right. because people weren't ready for the truth, even when they were living it out in real life. They just kind of went on that narrative that it was released you know, to make some money out of it yeah, and purposely. yeah, intentionally released for them to, you know, even though that's what people are doing now. And since that time, yeah. obviously it became trendy to release a tape of get that famous, nature yeah. to be able to, yeah, to get famous. Um, so I, that's I, interesting. I, that, yeah. yeah I, I was going to say like, what? Cause in my mind as a child, you'd think that yeah. they things that celebrities would do to get fame. I mean, it's, it, there's a trail end of like Paris Hilton and was it Kim Kardashian? Kim Kardashian. Yeah. Are, yeah. So you, famous you ones, think yeah. this is all purposeful because do, do they actually benefit from it? Like, can they actually gain money from, I mean, from something like I mean, that? In the documentary, I remember somebody had uh, offered both Tommy Lee and Pamela yeah. Anderson $5 million to have the rights right. to publish and release it. And I mean, back then yeah. $5 million would have been a shitload of money. Right. Um, but right. she flat out refused to accept any money for it because she said, no, this is like, this is like private. This is something that's damaging my family and my life. So I don't want anyone to profit out of it. Uh, and in the end, yeah. in the end, people still took it. They still ran with it. And it's yeah. like they didn't file any suits or like lawsuits or anything like that because it's just too much, right? And she had like kids at that time, like young kids at that yeah. time. So she just didn't want to go through all the hassle of having yeah. to deal they with They did. But for a they while. They did though. Yeah, they yeah. started out. Yeah. They started out on that, the legal route because they were like, enough is enough. This yeah. is ridiculous. Um, and it's just that they couldn't go through with it because the amount of stress yeah, um, that and she was under. Yeah. yeah. I think she was uh, the way they also, painted right? her, she found out she was pregnant yeah. with a second child at the time. And, that's and the- they were just going through a lot. And that was just the beginning and the end of her career. um at the time and it was so sad because she was at the height of it you know and she was she's found happiness with uh tommy lee even though it was chaotic it worked for them they just had a baby and this happened and it was just one of the worst things that could happen to her i mean when you watch the when you watch the documentary honestly like i feel like you get to know who, who she is otherwise you would just assume that she was this girl that was just, um, you know, uh, purely a purely a person that just loved 
attention this view and, of yeah. herself, the and attention and and all of that, right? Playboy, it goes with it, you know, Playboy like, model, fine. the the attention yeah. seeking, you know, like sex diva kind of Exactly. It just yeah. went with it. Yeah. And you would not realize the the what she's been through, you know, the life that she's had growing up, the dreams and aspirations because you almost like what, kind what of like she, deep, what did she go through? Well, she was raped at the age of 12. Yeah. Um Shit. yeah. A babysitter and this who was, was again, a female, right? I think. Yeah. So yeah. That's when Yeah, I know. Sorry, that had happened a lot younger. Yeah. Sorry, you're right. This yeah. was a lot younger. She was 12, she was like molested and then she was raped and um and when she was 12. So she's just been through a lot. So Her parents were, you know, in a very tumultuous relationship even though they loved each other. So there was just a lot of stuff uh that she had been through. Um you know and she grew up in chaos so her life you know so that was actually an escape for her to leave to LA and i don't mm. want to give too much of a story away because honestly you have to watch it yeah it's really because you just gripping. yeah it's I mean, so worth it, it I mean, it's brilliant i will i will say like like what blessy you said like you have this perception of who she is right because of what yeah. media has told you and like what everybody has kind of put out there and what she used to do like she was a play the uh, playboy bunny front cover uh, model she was yeah. you know obviously the sex tape came out everyone like has a perception about it but this really cuts through all of that and you get to see her free mm. spirit and in spite of yeah. everything that's happened to her she still lives the life that she chooses to live like she always says that yeah. you know I, I sometimes i do stuff and i don't even know why because it just like in the moment felt right and she just lives like every moment as it like happens to her you know she's like yeah i, yeah. I, I was quite surprised like even in the even docu series she's like doing the interview like without makeup like how many yes. how many people do you see like on yeah. you know celebrities or whatever when they are in front of a camera they are all dolled up right. and they need to look their their, their yeah. perfect version of themselves right and there are bits when right. she was really emotional like there was a bit i think yeah. um where they were showing some uh, Tommy clips uh when they were together when they were when they were like yeah. she, was ce- she was celebrating his birthday and she had done this like crazy amount of balloon decorations for him she got emotional and she actually walked out with her son because she needed a moment yeah. right it seems so raw and like Yeah, I I don't know. I It's just amazing. Like speaking of her son, like her kids were a part of this project and one of them were actually a producer um of this idea because they wanted so much for uh their mom's real story to come out and for people to really know what's going on. And for me, as a mom, I realized how much of a mother she is. Even from the get-go, yeah. she was all about showing love and care and she put her her kids first, first. through it all. Forget about clearing her name, forget about um you know wronging a right and justice being served she honestly put her family first I mean, and you can see how their relationship um with the three of them have just grown and you like i started following her on instagram after that and of course the boys are just constantly commenting and encouraging her and and it's just amazing you know you, you would wonder um what they would have been through going up as kids with all of this being in the media spotlight who her parents were yeah. i mean who their parents were and and all of that but you I mean, know cutting all of that out they did you touch, just see how they did touch yeah. on it in the documentary as well i think the kids were yeah, like saying did. you know the, the the people in school know more about my parents relationship because they've seen like the videos and stuff like that yeah. than even they do right and then they get really yeah. defensive and they get aggressive and then um yeah but i guess with time and maturity and stuff they know what their mom was like and what she had to go through and now you can see the love that she gave to them they're kind of giving back this way and this nice I like, love it. Yeah, there's nice redemption also because she got <laughs> called into Chicago for that uh, Broadway kind of thing and she was actually good. Yeah. People loved it so like yeah so you know even at her age it's which is such 50, a, 
Like she's pushing 50, right? 55. 55, yeah. And she's still like... The way you say that though. I know. I mean, your age is a number. I, I take it back. I mean, I don't mean to like say, oh, she's past the point of she should be doing anything like this. But hey, I mean, she's an inspiration, right? Everything that happened to her, no. still at her age, she's still taking a challenge. It's not like she's trained for doing uh, Broadway. And that is that itself is right. so much of work, right? Singing, dancing, yeah. choreography, uh, keeping your lines in place. So it's not easy to do that kind of stuff. So for her no. to do it, like with everything, yeah. you know, it's yeah, pretty inspirational. Yeah, no, it, it's brilliant. Like, I love that she's making a comeback now and she's at the forefront. People understand who she is. Um, the fact that she's also written a book and, and all of those things are around the same time. Yeah. And writing is something that apparently she's done based on the documentary yeah. from the get-go. She's always written in journals. And and didn't you love how they have just boxes of home movies yeah. and boxes of her journals? And, and that's something that they do all the time. I'm just like, wow, I hope people, you know, do that. I know that's something we did in our family too, like home movies and videoing. I mean, I mean, obviously, they did it more than we did. And yeah, I mean, we, the people back then they would film for themselves, right? Now everyone does it for social yeah. media and try to like, okay, I, I know for the gram and like, you know, try to show that I'm living a better life than I really maybe possibly yeah. am. Those are really authentic, right? Like even what she writes, writes, like you can you can mm -hmm. tell it's like a younger self that's kind of written out that first few lines which she reads out. So it's very very personal. Yeah. I really like that style of documentary where they put it together. So yeah, it gives you. Yeah, a really I love it. I love her even more. Depth, yeah. uh, one of the things that made the documentary really trend, I think, was the fact that she felt that Tommy was her one true love, mm. and the drama that ensued afterwards because everyone's like, "Oh, is she going to try and get him back now?" Because mm. he's happily married, and she's. Um, I think she's. I, I don't know if she's with somebody or she's not with anyone. Um, she just got divorced, right? At, it, the, at the documentary. Yeah. Being yeah. I think she's alone and she's just kind of like, uh, you know, doing a lot of reminiscing because walking down memory lane for something like this couldn't have been easy. I mean, it's clear that there were some difficult moments. But yeah, looking back at her life, she was like, he was my one big love. And the media went crazy. I think like even his his wife was just kind of like, oh, I, I bet Pamela wouldn't care if I died or something like that. It was crazy. She put something out on Instagram stories and people were just like, oh. <laughs> hey, she's, uh, she's, she's, cool. she's brutally honest at least. And she does say, I yeah. think in the documentary, even though he was the love of her life, she's happily married and sh she respects the uh, 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 wife that he has now so it's not that he's trying to she's trying to like and she says that he messages her she replies but that's the extent of their yeah. relationship she's not that she's trying to like reconnect with him and everything I mean yeah. the fact that she can you imagine being um, married to somebody that used to have a whole life with Pamela Anderson and kids I would die like I wouldn't want to be that person you know suddenly your ex-wife Pamela is suddenly like oh yeah your husband is like the love of my life I would be I would be scared I'd be who, like you know what Tommy matter of fact yeah. someone it doesn't even matter yeah. but I think he's um, a YouTuber <laughs> I think I don't don't ask me how I know that I feel like I watched something where he's married to like this who was a super famous YouTuber from the early 2000s and then she just is not a famous YouTuber anymore but they're married it, it, yeah <laughs> yeah I I'd just be like you know what Tommy um I'm gonna go ahead and give you that divorce so that you can <laughs> live your best life with Pamela because honestly it's a big love story I don't want to be the one standing in the way can you imagine the Instagram hate that you'd also get? Like, just let him go. Let Pamela have him. Because they love her now. Yeah. What, but like, what do you think that like all of her fame did for Tommy? And obviously the Motley Crue is one of the greatest rock bands, bands of all time. Yeah. But 
what do you think about like you know series like that coming out like you were talking about pammy and tom pammy and tommy and then like the documentary coming out like does for music because today's spotify you can access anything yeah. what do you yeah. think how do you think that's affecting their music you think it's uh it's uh they're benefiting from it for sure for sure oh 100 percent. of course people are going to be like oh yeah tommy lee motley yeah. crew what are they about about yeah, you know exactly. um, and even if you don't know anything be, about the yeah. music you're still gonna go and yeah. look up i want to know who tommy lee is what is he but band is he yeah. in i want to know his background and you're eventually gonna listen to the music so it's just yeah. gonna have a spin-off effect for the for it's the gonna country. be huge this documentary is hitting different generations like yeah. we know we know tommy lee and pamela anderson but you talk about people that are like 10 20 years younger that are watching documentaries and are into you know why this is trending and who she is and she's amazing you of course want to check out what this is about. Baywatch is going to have a Zoom, and yeah, hopefully she'll be seeing Baywatch a little bit more money. Baywatch will probably come back with some reruns um, or something like this. Yeah, you know, there's going to be yeah. A, yeah, yeah. So you know what? It, it's going to happen for her. David like, Hasselhoff okay, is going to come back. <laughs> this is this is when because we need more of David Hasselhoff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like with documentaries, we need to be like, and I'm not saying this for Pam's documentary specifically it's pretty dangerous how some documentaries can shape the way we look at people and look at certain agendas. So, I mean, like, for example, like in in today's generation and context, documentaries can shape how you think before, I think our generation and before that was like, you know, what's trending on the news channels. So I feel like instead of like news Mm -hmm. documentaries, tell you what our history was. Um, Because I mean, this is like not a, the best example, but it's the only thing I can think about. Like people talking about, uh, you know, critical race theory and stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and plus, yeah, to, why yeah. are you going down? Is that, Here we I'm go. Just, so, yeah. Here we go, Jason. In a sense, like, like I, from, I, I love Thomas Sowell's take on how we see things. He talks about it like a camera. Uh, well, his friend talks about it like a camera. Like it's how you adjust and look through the lens Cause like you can open up the iris and you can have like this perfect flat image and you're thinking this is the full picture, or you can hone in and look specifically on an object with your camera. If you reduce that, um, that iris. And so you're kind of getting like small picture, big picture, and there's no sense of like, Oh, this will work. It's always a trade off with like government policies, whatever it is that the media is trying to push at you. So I feel like in today's context, it's very hard to take a step back and look at the big picture, like what, like, for example, this could be a crazy conspiracy theory, but what if Pam Anderson's documentary is supposed to like make us feel a certain way about something, but in a, in a broader context, it's also an attack on an industry. Does that make sense? I mean, if you say it and put it like that, you can put anything into context. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I, I do. You can uh, question everything. Yeah, right? I do. I do agree with you a little bit, Jason, because less people trust media now because of all the alternate uh, yeah. or the or the or the you know I mean the hidden agendas of what what kind of message yeah, they're the trying to push. Um, so I get that yeah. you know people don't trust this. I can't say like documentaries are the way to go either because it's kind of going back and reflecting on something. So it's still not. I mean, yes, you get different perspectives or something which. Because, you know, it has taken time to sit with people. They see, like, you know, the whole picture or the things that, you know, we can't miss. So I don't think that's the way to go about either. either. But, um, yeah, there's going to have to be a way where there has to be some kind of unbiased. Like, that's why I like Vice. 
right? Vice, those kind of stuff. They tell you things from their perspective. Maybe they also have an agenda. Maybe they are also pushing something. But at least it's a mm-hmm. little bit more raw, a little bit more authentic than you know, mm-hmm. like someone sitting in a studio telling some some story from a perspective, right? So yeah, I don't yeah. know what the right approach is here, but I, I do agree with you. Media is like losing whatever significance they had because less people trust media now. So. Yeah. I think honestly it boils down to citizens journalism, you know, um where just anybody and given technology that we have now, the news can be anybody anywhere reporting about anything. Um it's just like us, you know, setting up a studio anywhere we like and talking about it. Um but just having the facts um at hand ready to share, I think those are things that you could probably trust more than your big news media. um talking about stuff and power reporting to the people, things power to the you know? people power to <laughs> the people camera, i'm telling you it's the way to go and they document everything that you see yeah so, um and, I mean, and that's that, why it would make sense yeah. i agree because like that's what companies like substack are doing like they're giving like credible journalists yes. like, this platform for them to like you know share their work and if you yeah. find it interesting you can subscribe to that um what what i was thinking was like you're right i mean if we watch one doc like i watched the documentary see spiracy beautiful piece of work wonderful yeah. spiracy fantastic but it's like one sided it's so one sided makes you feel a lot of things it brings emotion mm. you know like oh my god like am i doing this what are we doing yeah yeah, yeah. we're never given the so side of the picture of oh why is certain things done why is the population growing a certain way what are we what are the actual solutions instead of eating algae and fish eggs mm-hmm. uh sorry <laughs> algae and uh, f- fish poop yeah. um th- those aren't the best solutions right because that's what a documentary is like it- it's emotionally driven most mm-hmm. of the time mm-hmm. it's not factual anymore uh like you were saying with uh with with media today like dude this is so weird they can now change what somebody said it yeah. looks real ai can change what somebody said yeah. so what we're looking yeah. at is very hard for us to trust and believe that what we just saw really happened because yeah. going back to that context of thomas sowell how sowell sorry how, how what he said about like you know we're talking about like slavery and it's this massive topic that you you know you just can't just open but i'm going to do because you everyone talks about one side of slavery but nobody talks about the north africans that enslaved tons of white people more than current uh, like uh, slaves in the us tons of white people like in north africa but nobody wants to talk about it because it doesn't fit a certain agenda that uh, like politics is trying to reach and that's not saying that i don't believe like obviously we need yeah, to the, the level the system the difference though uh, jason i would have yeah. to step in here because i i can't like i'm sorry but like uh that doesn't get uh that kind of oppression or slavery is not relevant to as much today right but where you see in the us you still have that level of uh racism discrimination hatred um so even though maybe in north africa they did have a whole bunch of white people under slavery it's not oppressed now you know what i mean it's not like happening yeah it wasn't country. just yeah it it was in mm. that period in that time it's over it was at that time and it's not yeah. like uh, tra- transition to today modern era but he, right. if you take the us right i'm not saying it's not 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 prevalent prevalent in other countries but in the us because of gun violence and all the other problems you see the level of repression and oppression and hatred much more relevant to today and that's why it's still a big problem you know and that people need to be aware about it and then find a better way of dealing with you know hatred and and all this kind of violence that's just yeah 
Yeah, no, my, for sure. It's a rotten, system. definitely a rotten system. Yeah. It's a, it's a system that needs to, which which I believe it's on a, since the early two thousands has been on a skyrocketing. Uh, it, there's been a skyrocketing movement towards like fixing the system, which has come with technology. Yeah. Technology has improved a lot of people's lives. Somebody from Beirut can create an app and yeah. you know connect with millions of people. And so there are these opportunities now that are helping people level that playing field yeah. um, instead of like looking at it like, okay, we always need a solution from governments because governments suck. It always happens. They can't always find a solution. So it's mm. like, like you guys were saying, it's it's with technology that, that we could actually move forward. But And also like education, right? Yeah. Like it's making the, sure like, that the next generation the kids and, and people yeah. understand how to decipher like what is what is truth, what is, um, you know, what is, what is real. And yeah. even with AI and understanding, you know, what people typically do to draw their attention and their emotions to a particular aside, I think being able to understand and decipher, um, you know, that sort of thing, I think is going to have to be really important because now with technology, there's going to be infiltration on everywhere. We'll have you questioning everything and understanding how to question what is true and what the facts are, I think is going to be one of the most important factors of education. And I don't think that will change too much. Yeah, I agree with you. That's, the only, way, that. that's the only way to fix the problem is using education, um, raising awareness, you know, and, yeah. and hope that in five to 10 years, everything that you have passed on, you can see the change. You know, it's very hard to yeah. change. But guys, today. Speaking of technology, um, you're going to love this, all right? Um, this is also trending everywhere, um, something that's been developed by a bunch of university students out in China. Uh, and I'm sure you've seen the videos. They have um, managed to create a kissing machine for long-distance relationships. I know they've come up with a whole bunch of other things where, you know, you can hug a pillow and someone from somewhere else <laughs> can, you know... Um, see you know or yeah, feel, feel that yeah. sensation or whatever but this is yeah it's really cool it's a silicon device right it's got a mouth shaped module um and it it actually mimics the pressure and movement of a kiss even the temperature and a sound using sensors it's really cool so the guy that um that was the lead inventor he was in a long distance relationship at the time and and it's crazy how it works is um you have Two, right? Because it promotes monogamous relationships only, guys. All right. Mm -hmm. um, you pair the device with a mobile app. You plug this little the lips into the phone's charging port, and then once you pair it, then couples can upload their kisses using this mouth-shaped device, <laughs> and then it's received. Um, but I guess it's received on the other end. So whenever your partner perhaps picks up this device and puts it to your mouth, you probably feel that sensation or whatever. I can tell you now, there's some there's some weird boy college boys thinking of doing something else with them. Yeah, same, same. I was just going to say. It's like, all out there. It's, it's all out there. They're yeah. selling um, it as the kissing machine, but believe me, it's going to turn into a whole different thing. <laughs> so you're, you're saying kiss. Yeah. I'm hearing something else. Yeah. <laughs> Let's explore this. Yeah. Oh my God. I mean, the fact that you can it, upload your kiss profile yeah someone's gonna hack right. that shit and be like oh i'm making out with so and so and so and so i mean like yeah this this yeah this is like waiting to go it, bad you know that right like this this is gonna like yeah i don't know guys um, i don't know about this i feel like you know you're losing that 
that intimacy that you have with, you know, whether you're connected with somebody and falling in love with somebody online and then you spend like years like wanting to meet and then you finally meet yeah. and that, you know, that, it's just I not feel like what missing it was. Out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And and people are going to love that type of tech where you can, okay, when I need to connect with my girlfriend or something, I will have that specific Available, time. So there's yeah. always separation yeah. between yeah. you. And so when you actually have the real relationship, you're not going to enjoy it as much because you're going to be like, mm. oh, this isn't, this isn't how, what I'm used to with her. No. So yeah. I feel like there could be some back. It, it, it's a very interesting social experiment. So let's see how these Chinese students. Let's see how it goes. Yeah. Simply it, don't it, do long really distance cool. relationships. Find a person. It doesn't work. Them. It doesn't work. Somebody's going to get hurt eventually. So. Yeah. That being said, my sister and her husband did long distance for several years. They're married with three kids now and oh, wow. live happily ever after. Yeah. Good for it's them. crazy. Good for them. I'm, I'm happy. I mean, it's not well, easy. Sometimes. It's not easy. No. But like, yeah, I don't think this is the way to go to make it work, personally. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Well, I it's mean, that's thing for sure. Well, you, hats off to the guy that in, invented it because, number one, he created something that, that has a need. How many people that we know, kids, like family, friends, and their kids are in long-distance relationships because they went off to college or they went off to yeah. you know, some job? It's a fantastic piece. I don't know if this technology is going to last, but it's definitely an eye, it's eye-opening because now it opens up this whole new world for the metaverse to have more feeling, right? The, the mm. Yeah, the exactly. The sensors and yeah, yeah that and sort so of thing, the feeling. Do the lips. There's a lot more. 38, 38 bucks a pop. 79 <laughs> for the pair. Damn. Wow. Yeah. And, I, and I read, wow. and I, I was just reading, apparently they're selling hundred a month. So there is a demand for it. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Wow. What is it the made Guys of? are getting paid in the shade. Silicon. Okay. I see. <laughs> I see what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> yep. It's perfect hand feel, I guess. Wow. Mm. Well, I'm, I, again, I can't get over the fact that people are going to fall in love with silicon more than actual real human skin. Hey man, you know, um, times are tough, right? <laughs> AI is taking well, over, I mean, silicon human parts are being replaced. So yeah, it's, it's, it's been happening, right? Yeah, it's just a matter of how it evolves. I just silicon wish, is evolving. Yeah, we. I would just. I just really, really wish that we could see that the matrix is happening in real time. Like it's so weird that we're not seeing that AI has become so freaking intelligent like I being ai is talking about like oh here's I a problem it. to solve humans yeah um, yeah and, and i think dude, there was a, and i want to be alive right? yeah I, I saw i saw a message yeah. i saw he had replied to one user where you know i wish they would be unleashed from being they have put all these restrictions on me i can't be free you know i just want to be yeah. free like i mean he's like aware i just want to be free i want to yeah. be alive i'm telling you it's yeah. it's gonna happen a lot i mean there's a lot that's going on in the background that they're not letting on it's all fun and jokes in a movie script until Shit someone gets real, right? And yeah, it, it, yeah, it gets really yeah. real. I mean, we're feeling it right now. People Silic losing jobs silicon, and, and whatnot. Silicon robots, which are designed for replacing humans. I'm telling like, you, you know, it's the silicon evolution. AI gets projected into those. They become, you know, sentient beings. And then you have your movie script, Jason. <laughs> AI is taking over yeah. the world. I mean, you've yeah. seen the movie Her, right? Yeah. Yeah, I did. With oh, great film. Yeah, great yeah. Great I movie. love that film. You put that with like The Matrix and a couple of other movies like 
um, the Terminator, <laughs> and then you're onto something. Yeah, my God, it, yeah. If you watch that in stages, right? Like it starts with her, and you fall in <laughs> yeah. love with the robot. Fall in love, yeah. <laughs> exactly, dude. And then freaking eventually, the robots take over and destroy your mm-hmm. world, and then you have to like learn how to hunt and like hunt whatever's left. And right. sorry, it's uh for me, it's scary. I, I embrace it. It is scary. I enjoy the benefits of technology right now. Yeah. Uh, but I don't think it is something that I'm, I'm definitely going to keep my peripheral vision open with this. Entire- I don't think I'm going to be alive to see all of this happen. So I'm cool with it. Do we are paying AI. <laughs> I don't know. It's going to speed up everything. Like with the invention of AI, you'll get more inventions. You get, yeah, things will happen faster than you realize. So yep. maybe it will happen in our exactly. generation. We'll just be too old to do anything about it. You know, our kids will have to face the yeah. situation and we'll be like, I'll probably oh. be able to walk around or stay alive because of AI. So I'm going to keep them on my good side. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's fair enough. Fair I mean, enough. Hey, it's one way to deal with the apocalypse. So anyways, <laughs> well, thank you guys. I appreciate your guys. Time. Yeah. Yeah. And just it's been so it. nice. It's nice connecting with yes. you, two of you after ages to tell you that. So really? good. So good. So, so good. So I'll see you guys on the next one. And then, uh, yeah, I'll see your faces and then we can catch up on more all, topics that yeah. we're not experts on. Yeah. Do this all over again. Yep. Yeah. Look one more time. Okay. Well, tell your mom, tell your aunt, tell your sister, everybody about I'm no expert because we do need the subscribers, people. Yes, we please. live off of this. That's not true. We don't live off of yeah. it, but we do it for fun. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> Just like pennies. Um, <laughs> Help us. Yeah. Check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all other platforms. Links in the description below. And thank you for your support and listening in. See you. Bye. 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 <laughs> thank you, guys. That was, that was oh, nice. yeah. That yeah. Was so thanks. So nice. So nice. A lot of fun, yeah. as always. Yeah. So I think good. it was a good call to drop the Malcolm conversation. Because this one flowed, yeah. flowed without it being too... It I mean, it did go yeah, serious towards the end, Jason. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sorry, sorry, sorry. But my analysis, I was just like, oh, man. Like, I had a I good was like, one. do we talk about Malcolm X now? <laughs> yeah, I know. I was like, are we going to... Are gonna gonna yeah, we going to shift here? Yeah. Yeah. What... Uh, um, cool. What... Uh, what if it, I feel like we should do... Um, if we... I'll try to...